0: back everybody this is the refresh point my name is ben and as always i'm joined by world's qualifying second runner up at bcs houston my goat my constant co-host
1: steve how's it going you know um pretty great Uh, it's gonna be hard to—it's uh, gonna be hard to spoil my week. I'll, I'll put it to you like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, we're back. Steve, <clears throat> Steve is the second runner-up, third place—you know—in layman's terms, player of BCS Houston. He's got a world's qualification. He's going to Japan, and. Uh, Uh, I shit the bed. We're not going to talk about, we're not going to talk about my run that much because it's just, I went on stream round one. You can go watch that. And realistically, that's just how it felt for the rest of the day. And you know, we're here to talk about a winner. (laughs) <laughs> Today I'll be interviewing Steve for some insight on how he felt about his run and uh the sum total of his play so far. We'll catch up a little bit on the news that we missed. It's been a while. We yeah. haven't, you know, we haven't sat in this couch in a hot second. And uh finally, we'll take a moment of silence from my wallet because we'll take a look at my some of the guilty gear spoilers. And May's not even out yet. Uh, so, shuffle your decks, tap or cut, and we'll get right into the refresh point with some breaking news. Yeah. Ari Ferretta is coming out. Riaz is about to terrorize the other two regionals with it. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so two souls are back on the menu as if they ever left.
1: I there are several people who I greatly respect in the Weiss community who are who are looking forward to this set. And I don't know how I feel about it just yet. I'm skeptical. There are many uh, parts of this package that I don't like, but um, we'll let the results speak, speak for themselves. People who are better than me at this game absolutely are dying to play it so we'll see we'll see we will see
0: it will be interesting to take a look at um we're gonna confine most of the bcs results to the spike corner today because by the gods i think we missed sydney someren uh or did we did we talk about netherlands in the last episode i don't think so yeah, so Sydney, Samarin, Richmond, Bill Bow, Kaiser Slaughter, and uh, Houston all happened in between our last discussion and now. Yeah, uh, which is a lot more tops than than in between the last few episodes. <laughs> yeah, we'll have
1: to we'll have to speed run that. But suffice it to say, um, some of it is very interesting. Uh, a lot of it is exactly what we thought it would be. Yeah, it just makes perfect sense. Correct.
0: Uh, as you were listening to this the ban list has dropped. Oh my God. Uh, obviously we don't know what it is, but yo, Steve, this ban list. I am so excited to deck build. I'm glad that slime has finally been just kicked off. It's high horse. You know, we'd all stop complaining. I can deck build it a bit, have some fun. You know, Alice got hit and like, just like power levels across the board are kind of more limited to standbys, so that, you know, like there's not so much of just like overwhelming 1K, one soul power just jammed down the throat, speeding up your game. I'm really excited for this, Steve.
1: Yeah, I think this ban list is uh, timed really well. Um, we're gonna get some updates that we badly need and we've been- For dis- everybody, except for those playing in Australia. Yeah, and we've been kind of talking about it um, for for a while now about the, the way the meta is and how dicey it is. So hopefully, um, you know, the the good folks at Road are cooking up the solution to uh, widen the meta a little bit, make things a little more accessible um, for, for some sets that badly just need a little bit more room to operate in order to be, you know, um, viable. I think also um, what's good about the timing of this is we're going to get a couple, we're going to get a couple region. It's not mid year, but it's like end of the year, but there's still a few regionals left. And one of the big ones, really big ones, California will be the
0: capstone of the year of the end of the kind of regional post-ban list uh, play, play era. And it's gonna be crazy. I know for sure.
1: Yeah. So um, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a real nice um, meta check from Duluth and from from uh, Los Angeles because Ari Fre- It is. Uh, it is, it is Excuse specifically me. Away Excuse me. Excuse me. Anaheim. Yeah. Um, Ari Ferrat is gonna be legal. Yeah. And the ban list will be legal. Uh huh. So the only thing we won't know about is guilty. Here. Yes. We won't know what Guilty Gear is going to do to the meta. We might have an idea, though. Uh, I'm going to be real, though. If they don't
0: print, like, any stock-charging mechanic whatsoever that's, like, even slightly real, that set becomes... Much more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got,
1: I think we've got like, I don't know, like ninety cards to go or something. Yeah. But, yeah. So um,
0: there's a lot to go. To be fair, to be fair, there's a lot to go.
1: Yeah, and I like, think we've only seen three or four double Rs. So um, yeah. a lot of the meta, a lot of the deck defining cards have not been revealed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about this in the spike corner, obviously, but um, we're
0: gonna talk about this later day in a whale sighting.
1: In a whale sighting, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I think the sh- my short uh, response to it is so far is like, there's definitely some things to like. There is. So. Uh, and
0: we'll do a quick comment box here. Check in the mail. We are doing this nearly every episode, so now we don't have to catch up like every comment that ever existed and just like all the ones on the previous episode, so that works out. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Dark, one of my uh, teammates, he listens on Spotify. But he came to the YouTube just to post a comment uh, because he's not used to the term block. Apparently, the Californians don't block, they cancel damage.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well,
1: um, I, yeah, I equally am stunned every time I hear any Weiss player use the word comeback. Oh yeah, come to back dis- un- To describe the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. door mechanic. I, there's like 5 people in the rest in all of the United States that say it that way. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I sympathize. Unfortunately, uh, I come from a variety of card games and block is just like I mean, it, it I don't kind know. You sense. you block all kinds of things in other games. Yeah, I apologize yeah, yeah. for not using the word cancel, but unlike Aynes, I'm not gonna fix it. I'm, <laughs> I'm committed to the word block. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to cringe. Shout out
0: to Bree Bree who commented that they uh, just listen. To, they've they've binged like most episodes at least twice, apparently, uh, and I confirm this because this week I've just it's 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 problematic. I just want to play Weiss every moment that I'm not playing Weiss. Yeah, I mean, uh... Sitting here right now next to you, Steve, there's, in the back of my head, there's a small thought of, man, I could be playing Weiss right now.
1: Yeah. Somehow. We're, we're, we're obsessed. We're, we're in the thick of it. And And so
0: in the midst of that, after Locals on, I, I believe, Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, I hopped on the Discord and I was like, anybody want to play BriBri? I didn't recognize the username at the time, but at the end, I I told him about the ban list and he was like, yo, I didn't realize. And I was like, yeah, it's coming out. It's going to be hype. You know, if you want to, you can listen about it on a podcast. He was like, yo, I think your voice sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to you, BriBri. You're going to listen to this, maybe again. Uh, It was good to play you. It's real tragic that you pull the Steve and you play triple Kasumi and couldn't draw a single door, not even to climax swap with. <laughs> it it
1: do be like that <laughs> at times. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah um, I I know that um, our our listener base is is very modest, um, but it seems very committed. And I would rather it that way than the other way around. So um, shout out to, yeah. according to the statistics, the approximately 50 of you, 100
0: of you. There's like 30 to 40 of you on Spotify, you know, 40 to 60 of you on YouTube and like probably like five or 10 people somewhere else. Shout out to all of you that are actually listening.
1: Yeah, uh, we get all kinds of great metrics that Ben loves to share with me, and some of them are um, <clears throat> better than others. <laughs> and the uh, my favorite YouTube metric to hate is yeah, the yeah. Uh, the rapid off-clicking, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the duration. You know, yeah, you, get that, yeah. you get that nice thick bar of people who are leaving after thirty seconds. Yeah, we can. <laughs> hey, I got it pulled up right here. We can look at it. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, it's. Uh, let's see. Let's see the Clinton episode. Now, last episode overview yeah, yeah. uh
1: yeah <laughs> here it is yeah we get a nice big spike of people who watch the video for about a whole 41
0: minute yeah. one minute and 40 seconds yeah. before they click off yeah so shout out to the other uh uh 40 of you ab- about 40 percent of you on youtube and others that that stick around for at least half the episode we appreciate that
1: yeah obviously neither of us are going to become millionaires from making Weiss content but we do appreciate everybody who uh watches the entire episode and if you're watching it twice i mean you're probably passing us in terms of viewership
0: (laughs) we only like we have the conversation we listen back to it once and then we're done with it
1: we go on to the next one uh, <laughs> sometimes I re-listen to the stuff yeah, on YouTube yeah. Every yeah, once sometimes. in a
0: while Yeah, okay, nice, nice
1: Like I re I re-listened to the Clinton episode Because I wanted to remember some of the infinite wisdom that he had shared with us <laughs> But it does look like my list predictions are going to be much more accurate than his were So, <laughs> who knows Yeah.
0: Special shout out to Chainfire We met you at Houston You were judging the event It was very cool to talk to you Your standard list that you showed me there,
1: I have, that's nightmarish. Hate that. Uh, (laughs) I don't think I've played one game of standard Weiss and that deck convinced me that I never should.
0: (laughs) Commenting on your actual uh, response. Um, You did did think that it would be interesting for Overlord to get hit with the JP ban, Um, which would be interesting
1: yeah yeah it's uh, Um, it's the same cards but i don't know i'm kind of of the opinion now that we should probably never mirror the jp ban list um unless it makes a lot of sense like ima because yeah because like that's pretty much the metas are highly divergent at this point i mean japan has got way more cards than we do so uh and a lot of the cards are just dramatically different um you know we have a lot of english exclusives that they don't have um, they got this old puzzle and dragon thing that's
0: like yeah you know, and
1: uma good. and like a lot of, like a lot of different stuff that i uh, yeah. and like three times the bang dream and twice the love live so it's like, crazy dude. yeah so it, it's a completely different meta i don't think it's appropriate to just copy and paste the the responses and um luckily i think i think Bushiroad's done a, a very good job of of uh, not doing that um so yeah
0: Uh, And shout out to you as well for part of the title of this episode, The Dark Horse of Darkness. Uh, Which we'll talk about, eh, you know, a little bit down the way. Uh, Right now, after I get my notes here, we're going to hop into Position Zero, Center Stage. It's a more, uh, it's a, it's a highlight segment, you know, you've taken Center Stage, Steve, and today... We're going we're gonna to run a little bit more of like an interview segment after you've successfully qualified for Worlds. Yeah. Um, shout out to the review fans. that got that reference. <laughs> 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 so, Steve, here you are. You've been playing now for ever. It's been 10 years. Yeah, just about. Uh... It has been just about 10 years of Weiss gameplay. Is this, and I believe this is your first Worlds qualification? It is. It is. All right. And so previously, um, I believe on the podcast and in conversation, we've talked that we, we've discussed that uh sometimes before today, you felt a little bit kind of like behind the curve in the sense of like, there's a lot of us in Dallas that play literally every single day and you just can't and it's kind of gotten to you sometimes um how do you feel about where you stand after being able to make the run
1: and like really just have that you know um i would i would be lying if i said it didn't feel like um cathartic in in a way um I have been playing as long as there's been English and even before English and most of the time that of most of that time, you know, there was like a, a chunk of COVID that I kind of didn't play at all, but uh, most of that time I have been playing grinding, not, um, not screwing around, not, um, not just playing, not YOLOing games for the hell of it. Just focused on competitive play, focused on doing well. And I had a, quite a bit of success when the game was new, but the longer you go um, without success, you start to wonder whether it'll ever come. Because um, I made continentals in 2015, um, and did pretty well. Got um, got top four, um, but it. Had, I mean, that was eight years ago. the The game has changed so much since then. And and the player base is probably quadrupled in size. So, you know, continually you'll feel as though you're falling because the player base is more sophisticated, the player base is comprised more of better players, and, you know, your results, um, you, you try not to focus on the results and you try to focus on the play, but it's a, it's a specter that's kind of hard to ignore after a while. And so I think part of it is, yeah, you wish you could play more, but you also have to realize that like in eight years, like my, you know, my life has become a lot different. So yeah, I would say that it was, it affected me for sure. And so to, to be able to make this, to, to be able to make worlds feels very, very satisfying. And it would be wrong for me to say anything else, you know, yeah, obviously I'm 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 very happy with it. And now that you're here, you are preparing, I believe, right? Yeah. So um, I don't want to, you know, success is one of those things that's fleeting. No matter how hard you're trying, everybody's trying hard. So you shouldn't waste any opportunities that you have. So yeah, we're gonna try as hard as we can. Competitively
0: in L5R for a pretty long period of time also about a decade i believe
1: yeah so i started playing competitive l5r when i was like 19 or so and And basically
0: in l5r you were me
1: like in the
0: sense of like right out that time period yeah competitive card game
1: yeah and um and initially i was also not not very good at that either yeah yeah um so uh, it was the same situation where um, I, I, had gone, I had played for a while. I wasn't really doing that well. But I think the same thing happened in both games where um, something that I liked to play became good in the meta. And not just that, but I started to become surrounded by other like-minded players. Players that were interested in doing well Players that were interested in improving, regardless, results weren't even the goal. It was just about getting good. And I surrounded myself with people of that that mentality. And I got better because we were all focused on the same goal and pushing. And I feel that way now about our Weiss group here. Is There's a lot of us that are like-minded there that are trying to be the best we can be. And we're all pushing in the same direction. And I believe that it is much, much harder to see your own mistakes without somebody else there to shove you forward and be like, listen, you have to play as good as you can, or I will beat you because I'm playing as good as I can. And so I think that without that competitive, that, that ad it's not adversarial. It's more like, like rivalry, you know, we we all want to be the guy. And so we're all trying as hard as we can, but we're also keeping each other focused on the goal and pushing each other along. So I think that that's critical in in both in both those games.
0: Uh when you played L5R, uh I think you you played it more, right? Like just in general, like just more yeah. nights, more days. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So between like that time period and now where you've kind of you know, you've picked up more life, more responsibility. Um, How do you feel about the difference between competing with like this time commitment versus the previous time commitment in that game?
1: Yeah, I think that a big part of it, and I've gotten better at this as I've gotten older, is um, just aligning your expectations. And I think more than that, now i i don't we had more time to to do stuff before and so there was more time to like kind of screw around not like not like screwing around but like you could take things at a tempo where you were like you know we're going to play for 10 straight hours so i've got plenty of time to like take it slow wow. or like you know take games off or you know whatever i think more than anything My, the time I spend in the game now is more concentrated. I, um, I give maximum effort to every game and I don't, um, I try not to let myself like relax out of games or like, um, like lose focus during games because I just don't get that many of them. But I think a big part of it is like, is expectation alignment. Like if you've been practicing for 25 hours a week, you should have an expectation that's different than if you've been practicing for five hours a week. And that's just reality is that the more you play, the more situations you're gonna come into, the more you're gonna know how your deck plays in those situations. And so um, I think that that's, that's a big part of it is that I've gotten better at realizing that um, I need to keep my expectations appropriate and that helps you keep your your mental state stable during the tournament which is important
0: and so playing through the day we're talking about your mental state during the tournament uh you were running pretty hot uh you ran through swiss undefeated how was the feeling throughout the day while you were uh playing through the swiss rounds
1: so it starts to ratchet you know as you get further along right the the further it goes the more you're like holy shit i am just going off today and so um you know you you know if you've been to a boucher road event you know um your losses need to be late any tournament any swiss tournament your losses need to be late your losses need to be against the right people if you're gonna lose um but the further you go you get to a there's a there's an apex point that's like four and oh five and oh six and oh right around that area where it's like all i need to do is win one more game and i can sort of relax and so you have two peaks during the tournament there's the peak when you know you're gonna hit top eight and you know like the tension ratchets down dramatically at that point point. and then there's another peak when you realize that like you're gonna make top four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I played round eight very casually, obviously because I I was already seven and zero, and there was no way to miss. Um, but I really felt the tension in round six. Um, I was playing against Riaz. We had never played competitively before at a tournament. Um, we were playing on stream, which is usually uh more tense than normal. Um, and he's a two-time world champion, and even though we've been friends for a very long time, um it's hard not to feel the tension of it because you know that win is like huge. Like it's going to, it's basically gives you two rounds to operate to win one game. If you even need to win one game at that point, if you're six and oh, you're, you're already in the, in the inside track to making top eight. So that was probably the tensest I felt prior to top four. Um, And then top four, obviously I felt extremely tense because that's the win and in, you know, um and i kind of in retrospect i let the tension kind of get to me at that point, and i made some plays in that in the top four match that i wouldn't i don't think i would normally make in a more casual match um but i was able to um kind of settle it um in the third place match which was just fortunate
0: yeah you said the wind fell cathartic um and i guess now you know in this kind of like in this kind of world where you are now qualified uh has it settled in and how are you feeling just right now as we stand
1: i feel really good um at the time it was yeah like uh i was i was pretty i was pretty emotional after after the win and i um i don't regret that like that it it's been a very long road and I wasn't sure that it would ever, I would ever get there. It, the skill of the player base has gone up so much, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't know if I have it, it, whatever it is. And yeah, you know, qualifying once is is a, you know, that's a, it's a nice thing. You know, some of the, some of the, you know, the actual great players of the game have been qualifying you know every single year you know or whatever and so i still have a ton of room to operate but yeah feel in this moment right now i feel like i'm i'm anxious to get underway like we kind of relaxed this week because of the ban list and you know we need to know what the meta is going to look like coming out of that but I, i'm ready like i'm ready to go and i feel um amped honestly. Um, there's a number of us going and we're all feeling it like we're just amped and a bunch of us. This is our first worlds. And so, yeah, there's nothing to feel but excitement at this point. Like it's not just, you know, it's not just Japan, which is awesome. I've been to Japan, but, you know, I, it's been a decade, right? I'm I'm super hyped to go back, but it's also it's worlds, you know, it's a chance to be considered the greatest. Yeah, you know we're not going to become rich. We're not going to, this isn't going to become like a career move or whatever, but like to be considered the greatest of all players for that year. I mean, yeah. How, what else, what else could you feel, but just absolutely thrilled to, to be in that position.
0: And yeah. And so here you are. (laughs) You said that you felt like there was some, yeah, you know, you said that you felt like there was some room to grow, in a sense of like, obviously you've been around the whole time, and you know, and you've been are friends with some of the people that just keep going, Clinton, Riaz, other just continually world's qualifying players, <clears throat> and so, do you think that given the opportunity, let's say the game goes on for another ten years, that. Is this, are we, now you know you can do it. Are we shooting for this every year? And if the game ends without another one, are you satisfied?
1: I think that it's important to your mentality to know that you can. Like, obviously winning always begets more winning. You know, the confidence that you gain from winning can carry, you, can carry you in times when, like, you're not winning. Because there will always be times where you're not winning. But to say now whether I'm going to try every year for the next decade, it's impossible to say. I thought there were some some people I thought would play forever, and they've left. And some people that I thought would have already left are continue- are still here and grinding. So as long as I feel like I'm enjoying the game then I think I can keep going. I think it's easy to do if, you, if you're if you happy playing the game, if you're happy and satisfied with the people that are playing the game with you. You know, you have a strong community. They're all focused. It's easier to stay focused. But competitive card games have been a part of my life since I was like 14 or 15. And I I just can't say I will it's hard for me to say I'll, if i'll ever be divorced from them completely even if Schwartz died i would find another card game to play um because that's just something i really enjoy and um it's one of those things where almost all of my significant relationships in my life have come from card games in some form or fashion um i met my wife from card games uh most of my good friends are from card games and they're some of my longest lasting relationships and so I owe a lot of my life to card games, and um, Weiss is just one of them. But it's it's by far been one of the most important ones to my adult life. Um, you know my my especially my post married life. Um, L five R kind of died, and a lot of I lost contact with a, a lot of the people we that I used to play with, and I kind of regret that. Um, but sometimes that's just how it happens. With you know if you have friends in a hobby and then you leave the hobby or the hobby leaves you, then that's it, you know? But I, I would like to think that a lot of the people that I've become friends with in the Weiss community that will continue to be close for, for a long time because, um, you know, we've, we've gone to battle together. We've shared car rides together. We've shared hotels together. You know, we all live close to each other. Um, you know, that's just, that's that's kind of what what it's done is like it, it you know, it brings you closer to, to your to your team, you know, so I'm going to keep going and I think that this win is a is nice, but you know would I love to make another one sure should I expect to make another one that's a complicated question, I expect to play well, and I try to just play well and let the results handle themselves. If there's anything that I've worked on as I've gotten older, is just I try to just let the results handle themselves. And the only thing that I can really handle is making the right plays at the right time. And I think as long as you do that consistently, the results will handle themselves.
0: And so it goes. Curtains close on position zero, center stage, and back to our regularly scheduled programming. Thank you for the interview. Absolutely. It's easy. You're my (laughs) co-host. But in the future, um, if we do have guests on or uh, we have kind of uh, special guests come on or other kind of scenarios, uh, then we'll probably break out this specific kind of like more one-on-one focus uh, in future. Clinton, if you ever want to come back and have a proper interview, because last time you were kind of more of just like, The third member of the podcast for a day, which we did agree on, uh, to be fair. And we had a great time. And we had a great time. If you want to do that, uh, you know where to find us. (laughs) Uh, But closing the curtains on that play, we're going to hop into where we always go. The Spike Corner.
1: We love the Spike Corner this time of year. We
0: absolutely love the Spike Corner. And uh, honestly, just for fun, let's go backwards. We just went to Houston. Yeah. You got there. Yeah. Jolly days. Uh, the top eight was absolutely buck wild in comparison to like, you know, kind of some previous expectations. We, I would, I would say. We would had say.
1: a, uh, we had a. It was absolutely lousy with DFW members. Oh
0: yeah, five Dallas players in the top. That's what you like to see.
1: Yeah, we love to see it. Half, <laughs> half the top four and two thirds of the top eight. That's that's how you defend the home turf. Except um,
0: we lost to a New Jersey player. Yeah, yeah you hate to well, see it.
1: But he did the funniest part
0: is he didn't go to White Plains. That's so, wild. So the Texans took all the invites and the sponsored invite from White Plains. And then one this of guy, the New Jersey yeah. players comes on down, snakes, s- snaps the <laughs> grabs sn- the <laughs> grabs <snaps> the sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, but yeah Top eight makeup wise, that that guy absolute gamer Canada marine victory
1: yeah uh basically 95 percent of the original deck minus a couple, you know with a couple things switched around Renee. yeah like <laughs> high freezer you yeah, know, like, yeah not yeah. very not very many different parts really uh, not. but proving that um if you run really if you run hot with level two strategies you can do a lot of work and the this top eight is kind of running hot with level two strategies the top eight. Where like we have a whole bunch of Sao decks. Finally Sao uh, putting up some decent results. Um, uh, two Alice Kiritos
0: and Alice Silica and one unaccounted for.
1: Uh, yeah. Aw, oh, uh, man. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, who that what they were playing, but yeah. I think I think that I think this is the non-Dallas player that the um
0: that no Conde Marine played versus Dallas, right?
1: Uh. I don't recall exactly what the, how the top eight went down. But, yeah. Uh, but the...
0: We might be able to suss it out later, but we're not sure at this time. They did not submit to Weiss Tea Time. If you listen to this podcast, um, and you are uh, the unfortunate soul that did not make it further in the top eight at Houston, and you were playing Sal, um, we know exactly who you are in the fact that you are not the other three Dallas players. Uh, so uh, please go to weissteatime.com. Uh, go to the master post for BCS 2023, uh, scroll down to the bottom, there's a submission form where you can put your decklist in.
1: Yeah, because we can't have free content unless <laughs> you do that, so please do uh... that. But also, if you look at the rest of this top eight, we've got a, another level two heavy um, strategy deck in the top four. Konosuba Darkness. The Dark deck. Horse Darkness. Yeah. The win choice deck, which uh, if you've never faced this deck before, um, it relies on a fusion type mechanic, uh, which is kind of similar to the uh, Gurren Lagann fusion mechanic. Dude, if they don't know darkness, they're not going to go, no
0: Gurren Lagann. Well, I am (laughs) just, it relies
1: on markering several characters together into a stack to form uh, like a A level level three, three right? At level two. Okay. It's an early. It's basically a fancy way of early playing. Gives you this very good body that's like on cancel burn one. On both turns. On both players' turns, correct. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is the Kanesuba special. We've got Fumio, the nastiest Fumio that's ever been printed outside of the original. Seizure Fumio. And we have seizure property. So... Um which is pretty good in the meta today right now, honestly. On, there's on a God few, on God. There's a few decks that absolutely hate this card. There's a few decks that like Alex that yeah. like that'll absolutely ignore this card. So hard to say, still very obnoxious. Probably the best stock swap ever printed. Um but yes. Uh, a deck that can absolutely ruin you if you can't um remove the the early play three and uh just spams heals and twin drives the rest of the game uh so a very uh a difficult deck to pilot i would say um so uh shout out uh to uh to the guy who got uh top four um you did win him you did beat him for your invite yeah yeah. shout out to him um played the deck very well our game was was very strange but uh yeah suffice it to say i think that uh he did a great job piloting it so Yeah Uh,
0: If you don't know Seizure by the bye.
1: Yeah Uh How about you just get fucked If you
0: need stock for your finisher A 2-3 counter event Uh put all of your opponent's stock Into the opponent's waiting room And at the end of the turn Your opponent puts the same number of cards From the top of his deck back into the stock
1: Yeah So if 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 your finisher requires Any sort of uh, Uh yeah Stock resources It's doomed Um and it also um can refresh the stock in a very awkward timing where um if you try to like go back with climaxes and you leave one in the deck then like you have to refill it blind basically um so seizure of property is uh, seizure of private property is one of the og um awful mechanics to deal with so uh yeah not not ideal also, he was playing an event called Lurk Skill that I'd never seen before. Um, really fantastic. Uh, Actually, quite good. Yeah, really fantastic event to guard your 3 uh, 2 with. Um, makes it hexproof and a bunch of power. Um, and the card goes to the bottom of the deck.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is only until the end of that turn. Right. But it... So, like, you can't have Hexproof on their turn. Fights anti-early really, really well. Oh, yeah. Disgustingly well. It's a free event. It's a free 2-0 event. Free 2-0 event.
1: Mm -hmm. Very very good card. It's kind of like the Demonic Sword gram of this deck where you're just like, this will let me get past any sort of nonsense and get over on you. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Very well built. Um, And then we have uh, an Avatar finish in top 8. So... We're talking about uh, bar standby. So this is a
0: similar concept to Steve from Toronto. Yes, right? this
1: is an iteration on that. Um, basically, similar ideas, slightly different, slightly different build. But yeah, um, very level two centric top eight. Level two is uh, OP right now.
0: Level two's kind of kind of kind of kind of good. Uh, we finally. We finally did it, Steve. Yep. It finally happened. Yep. Gura flipped all of the coins to heads. Yeah. And won one regional this season. We, f- it finally fucking did it. In Kaiser Schlautern, Germany.
1: Yeah. So now it's equal to um, Choco, I think, in yeah, terms of yeah, wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, High Variance deck finally manages to push one over the line by winning, like, I don't know, nine or ten coin flips in a row. Um, Very uh, not surprised to see it win. Not surprised at all. Oh, no. We fear it for a reason. Yeah, it's the type of deck that when it's running hot, good gravy get out of the way. But um, the rest of this top eight looks pretty much like we figured it might. Um, Except there's an AOT deck here yeah yeah um uh, props to whoever just jammed that right into the meta um it's uh, it's the standard uh climax configuration with door choice um so that's the uh door mikasa and then choice uh level three finisher all the usual suspects in this build um very much uh heavily dependent on cashing out at the level 2 to get the early play Eren and the armin on board and oppress your opponent um until you can reach a point where you might be able to win with your uh choice finisher so um lot, lots of lots of uh lots of builds very similar to this sort of one uh, from last year but uh, f- kind of notable four of the 1-1 gear which is probably not the the typical configuration for that card uh i think previous builds had you'd seen some of the the 1-0 gear also see
0: i think it's just like you know it's 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 an adaptation that makes sense it's running for this 1-1 gear four of this jace jc What's yeah one? yeah jc uh this one also has some deck speed incidental why not Um, and four of the oh, that's a
1: pitch to salvage X, yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah.
0: and it also scries, yeah, so you know, there's that. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of hand fixing and there's a lot of bounce back, yeah, so that we can just loop Mikasa,
1: yeah. It also lets you spam the early play healer for a lot of value. It also lets you, um,
0: I didn't know they had a two slayer, yeah,
1: it's a pretty garden variety two slayer. Uh, where did it come from? It's from set three. No, uh, no, no, like it, it's a promo. I don't remember. Oh, it's one of, of those. Promos, uh, it's bro. one of the box promos. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, but yeah. Um, you, there's a lot of stuff to rejam here. Uh, with your JC, which is kind of nice. Um, obviously rejamming your combo and rejamming your um, healer is probably the prime two ways you use it. But, um, yeah. Suffice it to say, uh, very, very good. Um, finish for the deck. Very, w- uh, well played. And if you thought that man, only one Simon
0: Houston? That's crazy. Did it fall off at all? No. It got four in the Germany top 8 the same day. Yeah. And uh this is an 87 player event. Like, you know, sometimes some of the players here like to joke that the EU
1: events can be like light on play. This
0: was a full like 87 player good sized
1: event. Yeah. Like Yeah, I mean this isn't it, memeing. It's just yeah. like um and and we get a we get a little spicy this here. We get standby murin. Um oh, I missed that one. Where uh we're running the level 1 standby combo into the murin. So um a, a different sort of approach that gives you like a more varied um top end but uh overall a lot of the same a lot of the usual suspects here. We're just like instead of getting, you know, value from Shizu, we're getting value from twin driving. Um, yeah, just and building six just, million dollars. Yeah, just building cash. Like, just building a ton of cash. <laughs> just an absolute ton of cash. Yeah, so and we can stand
0: by the two one Shuna sure for fun.
1: Yeah, and, and or whatever else we get, right? Yeah, yeah. So So, um, yeah, I think it's a fine, it's a fine way to play that. Um, it it definitely, I think, um, loses some of the damage advantage that it has in its eight pants setups, but you do get. I mean, um, you do just. You do get a you do get a metric ton of money, yeah, so there yeah. is that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the rest of the bit, pretty, it's, yeah, pretty it's, much all the sus- all the suspects that you would think you'd uh, see.
0: Yeah, we're not running the red Ricky. Instead, we're just running the yellow Ricky, and also three of is a yeah, uh, <coughs> uh, three fives or three K center runner. That uh, when you cancel damage, it goes into stock. So if you thought that there wasn't enough money Hear sometimes me out,
1: yeah more money sometimes we can get a little more also 3500 beater 3k beater, 3k beater. excuse me um yeah very not bad no nah, reasonable yeah
0: yep uh i guess it is slightly surprising that we're not digging because there's no events you know you could theoretically rub the red uh red Ricky, but it's probably color configuration with our red one
1: combo. Uh yeah we're a bit decision. we're a bit short on yellow cards in this build, so I see three Remaru Tempest, so yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Um Overlord got another top eight. Yeah, I mean
0: uh, it made it in. You did it lads. And the, Chloe Marine, the uh <clears throat> the HoloLive build that's like I would say it's probably like the most standard one of the most standard feeling decks in format right now besides the fact that you have
1: like the resonate kind of interactions you're just kind of like here's my one combo here's my level two that beats up your board and then here's my level threes yep yeah very much a uh, garden variety build um that is playing the fairest weiss imaginable um but it turns out you know if you forgot.
0: Six packets can still kill you.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Six packets can still just kill you. And yep. so... Um, Don't
0: ever forget. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's hard to make eight door not good. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very reasonable. Uh uh-huh. Straightforward.
0: Going back a little bit. Bilbao. Uh, in Spain, a 50% event. Hello, slime. Slime wins. Bar standby gets third. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm going this way. Stock Soul uh, in second. Uh, there's an... There's actually two Atla decks, both bar standby. Uh, a Yukinakasumi Bang Dream, a Choice Fans Dow, and a second uh, Shizu Muron list. And yeah. And finally, uh, the fourth place was Sal.
1: Yeah, so, um... That was all over the place. I apologize. Yeah, you <laughs> went in every direction but straight. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so... Yukina Kasumi is pretty reasonable. This, um, this is eight door. Um. In the specter of this much level two play, uh playing the Yukina, it feels very ambitious. Um especially given that he was only running one of the card that brings it back to the board and gives it like oh, really? a metric ton of power. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe the goal is hitting level one first and then just you know, getting, getting it, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, only running one Bunce for Luck, this guy must just have um, the best possible... Um, like, his luck must just be god tier. I don't know how else to explain it. But, um, yeah, uh, this build is um, pretty... Bang Dream builds are always all over the place. Like, you, there's a million good cards, and we would never... Like, you could be fine choosing a lot of them. So um, yeah, this list seems very reasonable. It's got all the level two suspects and three suspects that you think there'd be. Um, the level zero game's got uh, a lot of different directions it's going in with a lot of one-offs. But um, overall, I think the game plan is solid. Again, eight door can never go too wrong. And the DAO player, uh, we got same choice combo,
0: and uh, they looked at Chainsaw Man and coming and they were like, can I have that now? And the answer is they could have that now. It's an icy tail, burn one X times equal to the number of climaxes that you mill. You don't get to scry the bottom of your opponent's deck, but you know, it's a lot of burn ones if you can mill a whole lot and we have four fucking basic realizers if you just wanted to make sure you were alive.
1: Yeah, so um, this is a good combination of effects in my opinion because we have a very, very, very cost uh, reasonable finisher paired with the Basic Realizer, which is by far one of the best cards at keeping the game going. So um, the Realizer works against uh, Hexproof, which is um, very useful current meta. Um, So, good news there. Uh, We get Shido, which of course we love. um, And we can kind of force ourselves to deal a little more damage with the green Shido. Uh, The rest of the deck is a lot of the usual suspects that you'd anticipate. Um, They are running the um, cool Yoshino 2-1 for some some deck speed. Uh, That's not a very common um, add, I would say. But, um given the nature of how this is playing it's not totally anticipated unanticipated um the blue origami zero that um ditches two to search two i feel like that's going to be in every dal deck forever because there's just no better way to set up your level one combo than that and it just yields unbelievable amounts of cards yeah it feels
0: turns out if you can turn two cards you don't want into two cards you do want for one stock seems like a win and we're gonna speedrun the rest of this a little bit, coming up a little bit on time. And while we've let our last two episodes be absolute bangers, we can, you know, we, we like to keep it concise, at least a little bit. We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to let you drag on for three hours and just like sit here listening to this drone on. This card, does this, effect, yeah. this card does this effect and this card does this effect and this card does this effect. Yeah, we're, it's okay. The cards will be on the screen. Uh, they'll be on the screen and also- In your heart. You can read them. Or Google them or whatever. Just go to Ice Tea Time. That's what we're looking at. <laughs> Speed the rest of the events a little bit. Uh, Chloe Marine Laplace uh, wins Richmond with a uh, top eight makeup of also Ask Polka. Uh, eight Standby Atla, Alice Kirito, uh, Overlord, one Slime, a second Alice with... Uh, no, second Alice Kirito, and another AOT. Yeah.
1: You so... Know, door this, choice, man. It's, it's, it's right there on the edge of the meta. It's right there. And it's definitely workable. It is workable. Uh,
0: in the Netherlands, shout out to Jessica Snyder, the Yuki Sinon player that everyone knows. And we'll always remember because in the year of our Lord, 2023, one player from Dallas went to the Netherlands and left with an
1: Orifereda mat. Yeah. (laughs) This deck list is absolutely wild if you haven't been facing it. She
0: went there and uh, she took the, she took the Shoe Waffles and took the top eight mat and went home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, this deck looks like a fever dream if you're not used to facing it. But uh, we've been hard fighting this deck for the last few months. So yeah. we understand. We know exactly what's going on here. We know that we can die to four. Fours. Burn fours can kill you. They
0: can kill you. Uh, and a lot of and exactly four people or five people, I think, in the Netherlands learned that burn fours can kill you. Yes uh and finally sydney australia uh, sorry yeah finally sydney australia so yeah much more so
1: sao has always done well in the in australia and also counterpoint we don't know off the top of our
0: heads the set restrictions for some of these locations so, yeah
1: that, that influences it a little bit
0: we're kind we're kind of speeding through we there's too much we're you know we got a ban list to talk about next week i there's, see there's I a mean, lot to go through
1: <laughs> yeah i mean um sao yeah has just has traditionally done well in, in that region and so i'm not surprised to see it there the Gruzia uh, player Gris- gaming Grisaia is one of those decks that like if nobody's running hot that deck will beat you every time because <laughs> it's got the it's got a very high floor but the ceiling just feels like it is very low where you know at least one person was running hot Because it did drop out in coins And so, like, (laughs) burning one or stock swapping as your finisher um, Is not very sexy in a a 2023 Weiss But uh, compressing into oblivion does, in fact, uh, yield success If you can manage to do it so um yeah that kind of Suisse is funny. That's a um, that's a that's a deck and a half man. <laughs> that's like seeing that level 2 <laughs> strategies are good and being like let's have two of them. <laughs> Why not both? Let's run every level 2 strategy this set has <laughs> and see what happens.
0: I mean realistically it's just like it doesn't even play that many of like the early plays where you say it's just instead of maring Suisei, because Suisei can flicker sure right?
1: yeah I, man i'm here to tell you though i'm happy about seeing this build because it just it, it justifies a belief that i've had where that ina is just categorically better than miko at every point in the game and i am glad to see uh somebody finally do that the 1-0 ina if,
0: for clarification
1: yes the 1-0 ina uh, in the context of a Kanada build because a condit build is usually inting level one. They'll put down this clock on core guy that's like a guy that's going to occupy the board until I'm it's level two. It's red
0: so that I can level it instead of marine. Yeah. Right. Um,
1: but obviously this deck has blue cards to level. But um, but yeah, uh, I, this Ina just feels better probably at every point in the game. So yeah, I think that's the right adaptation.
0: And that is it for the Spy Corner today. Steve, do you hear that?
1: Oh yeah, it's very familiar sounding. I yeah, yeah. Like I've heard it before. We've many. heard it,
0: you know, uh, a few times in the last month. Yeah. Uh, alongside that, it's the sound of my wallet crying, because it's the whale sighting, and Guilty Gear Strive reveals already started. Um, so the funny thing is, one of our locals asked us to ask Bushiroad if we could do card reveals, because just for fun. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I think they would let us, but. You can ask. And like, right when I'm about to send out the tweet for fun to ask Rishi Road, the first round gets revealed! <laughs> and it's like all the biggest Weiss creators. I'm like, okay, but like, we're not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Avis. <laughs> like... <laughs> I... Uh, we're not as
1: collectibles over here or anything. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> while I, while I uh, definitely appreciate um, the passion of our fan base, I'm also aware that it is not the biggest. However, um, we still deserve reveals. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. If you Bushi, have...
1: consider us for the next round. Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the third round, should it exist? Smile, because the second round is ongoing as we speak. In two hours from this time of recording, uh, uh, and uh, you'll see some of it by the time this episode gets uploaded. But we did get the first round, which was very interesting. Um, and so we didn't get May cards yet, and so this will signing will be a bit short.
1: You're you're safe for at least another moment.
0: Uh, I'm safe for just a tad, just yeah. a uh, just a little bit.
1: But, um... Yeah. Dude,
0: I want Testament to work. Uh, I desperately want Testament to work. It is so funny.
1: (laughs) So, we've seen a few of the high-rarity cards already get spoiled, um... And in their high-rarity forms. And they're looking very nice, very clean. Uh, See, that's
0: the interesting thing, is, like, all the SPs so far, they look like, kind of like... Uh... I guess the best way to subscribe is like on their website on the guilty gear website there's like whenever you pull up a character yeah. i feel like it looks kind of like this maybe i'm full trolling maybe they've changed it by now or something yeah because there isn't any hot stamps that are currently visible in the spoiler and yeah. so um all of the sps right now which is which is really interesting i'm i'm highly curious what the foiling will actually look like because otherwise all of the SPs look like they're just kind of like gold bordered foiled cards. Um, which to some, many whales especially, would probably be a disappointment. Um, after, especially after KOF released in JP with hot stamped special attacks.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to say at this point what they're gonna look like in their final state. But um, I, I think we've had this happen before, where um, we just, you know, if there's not a if there's not a, a signature to put, then you just kind of get like a which is
0: really interesting to me because there are voice actors, obviously, for all of the characters. Uh, they exist in all languages, you know, or like oh, a lot of the major languages. Sorry, not not to let my lingua franca kind of like pull through uh but like there are voice actors that could have been pulled for signatures for sure and they are pulling in Daisuke as a signature for the secret which will probably either be revealed as like the last creator card or just like right before set release right
1: yeah exactly um so if you go to the website and you look then it says Special rare cards with a unique hot stamp in gold. So, maybe What's... we're missing the unique hot stamp and they just haven't revealed it yet. Yeah, which yeah, which would be interesting. Um, and then, we also have to remember that there are OFRs in this set. Yeah, there are also
0: OFRs. We do, theoretically, know all of the characters that will be on the OFRs because... They're all Hungry Clicker arts, yeah. all of which have been revealed because in the original kind of video announcement trailers, there was uh, Soul and Kai. And then in an Evo ad, they used May and Ram as OFR, or sorry, as Hungry Clicker arts uh, in that ad. And in the reveals, that Ram art was used in an OFR for the Brainstormer. Right. So we're, it was like i put it at like a 70%-80% that May is the final OFR that needs to be revealed, um, because there's only four. Uh, there are 19 SPs, and Ramlethal does have an SP, which confirms that all of the OFR characters will probably also have SPs. And 19 fits with the base roster plus the first season of characters, which, right, but the interesting of note is that Asuka is not part of that roster. No. Asuka was in the plot, which is probably also why he's on some of these cards. Yeah. Um because a lot of the art seems to be pulled from kind of like the movie that they put together. Yeah. Um both the <clears throat> both the another story extra movie and the original movie uh which is what the Eno like finisher is based off of. So there's a mix of like game mechanics specials informing card design and like Game movie events informing card design. Uh, and so, it might not be doomed for the Bridget Brigade yet, but that would imply that they pulled game footage from characters that were not released until basically last year or even this year. Um, all of the Asuka cards, I, uh, let me double check here. I'm pretty sure all of the Asuka cards are like. They're from the TD. They're just from the movie. Yeah. Like, the, the art. Oh, okay, okay.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I think that anything that was, f- you know, um, super-duper recent um, in terms of timeline, you're probably, like... You're probably going to have difficulty. Yeah,
0: it, it's, it's weird, right? Because they did make an Asuka Gearmaker Trial Deck card. Yeah. Um, and this card is based on like his movie appearance. Right. Um and he was like a very late character that was added to the game as well. Yeah, so it's impossible to say. Impossible to really say, but there are signs pointing to like Yeah. SP's for base roster plus, you know, plus the first five.
1: Right. So, um I think that's fine. Leaves us room for Guilty Gear set too, But <laughs> But uh but yeah, I I think Please.
0: <laughs> If the Bridget Brigade doesn't win on set one and they don't release a set two, I think we just lose. We just lose fans. Uh,
1: yeah. There was
0: a there was a popularity survey that Arxis ran of like the Guilty Gear population, and the most popular character in North America is Bridget.
1: Um, that's insane. Yes, but um, also not not that surprising. Um, also, yes. <laughs> it's, it's just a very well liked character, uh, and kind of was in JP as well. Yeah. Um But yeah, um I I mean I, yeah, I I uh I have mixed feelings about some of these characters because they've been in so many games. Like I can't I can't like Eno. Yeah, like I yeah, can't, yeah. like it's not in me. Yeah, yeah. Because the the SNK boss syndrome that that character inflicted <laughs> in the uh, original Guilty Gear yeah, is yeah, like yeah. not trivial. Yeah, but valid. Um, but yeah, I I think
0: um, shout out to Heavenly Potemkin Buster for being probably, um, that that's probably one of the most like flavorful and also like kind of good combos that has been revealed so far. In that, if you don't top deck a climax, eat this bird for, bot.
1: <laughs> I uh, yeah, I think that this will be one of those decks that um, will be difficult to max just because of the pure quantity. But it might be easier to max just because it's possible that the individual cards themselves will never spike off in a way that some other sets have. Particularly if they don't include any notable voice actors um, or anything like that, yeah. Then you know um, you're probably. I think w- the Dice Case Secret will spike into oblivion. Sure. And, like,
0: everything else kind of middling. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm guessing like
1: yeah. I mean, three hundred dollars is just like the the cost of doing business nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of SP costs, yeah. like if you're less than that, you're you're more than happy to take it, and if you're yeah. more than that,
0: OFRs I feel like. OFRs of unpopular or less meta-relevant characters have also dipped. This RAM OFR is going to the moon.
1: What I'll say is that after getting all the OFRs for um, Alicization, Mm -hmm. I was very happy that I got them early because they became kind of extinct really quickly. And I think that OFRs are where you can really run into trouble if you decide to hold off on your max rarity buy. Yeah, because, I up, yeah,
0: cause like, I picked up uh, a lot of OFR Elmas early uh, from Kobayashi because they were, like, 40 bucks. That was so sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, if I wanted to get OFR M- Mother's Rosario choices nowadays, even if even though they're not meta, it, it's, it's frustrating to, to even locate them. So... Um, yeah, I think OFRs are where you can get in trouble So um, Not to not to unduly influence the market For the hundred or so people that are going to hear this But yeah, buy your OFRs early That's all I'm saying
0: <laughs> I am unironically attempting to budget $2,000 before the release of
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to get you very far I
0: mean I, I need, okay
1: Four for OFRs you, don't, you have no idea what you'll need That's the worst four- part Four May See this Eno that's a Ricky? Yeah, it's an SP.
0: I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about other characters besides May, oh, Steve.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. We're not actually going for max rarity. Not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> just making sure I was right. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps, dude. Everybody... We start with the dolphins and then we branch out. Everybody has their first max rarity deck. It's just a matter of when.
0: I have Max Rarity Dragon mate.
1: Oh, do you? For Elma. Nice. <laughs> we, we got that going. Yeah. In
0: both languages, because I maxed it in JP before the English announcement.
1: Max Rarity Meta uh, hits a little different. I, so. know, I, know, I, know, I know. I'm kind of low key hoping that- This I'll- Max
0: Rarity My Hero deck is is gonna kill me. Uh, like in, in six months, I'll be like wrapping up Guilty Gear. I like look at TCG player. The Rickies won't exist anymore. Most of the uh, the standby SP, there is one copy at 401 Games Canada, and I'm not gonna even attempt to buy it until next year. And if that disappears, then I will own one of the only copies that I can prove exists <laughs> in this world because I cracked it in my case.
1: Yeah, the life of a niche whale is a Uh, difficult one.
0: (laughs) Uh, Nobody opened (laughs) real life. No. It's so cursed. (laughs) No, yeah. But that's going to be it today uh, for this episode of the Refresh Point. Next week. And we're coming back next week. We're actually coming hot. We're giving you no time to rest. You better listen to this now and you better listen to the next one when it comes in a week because we're going to talk about the ban list it's coming in hot
1: yeah that'll be the best spike corner in a while talk about we'll get the the fresh reacts of what we think the meta is going to look like and I will give you my own personal thoughts on what I think uh, you should play going into this meta I'm going to build an ambitious deck we love ambitious deck building I don't know what
0: it is yet but it will come and so that's our show for today tune in next time after your next deck out. And don't you forget to take the refresh point.